There's a moment when you begin to regret it all. And that moment arrives on every project. It's the moment you realize each time as if it's something entirely new, that inspiration and motivation have very little to do with creating anything. I mean, it's a lovely image, the brooding writer or painter locked away in their remote studio, drinking themselves into oblivion in preparation for that critical moment when inspiration's thunderbolt strikes from the heavens and out pops that poignant piece as if from the hand of God. Nope. You know what produces the best work? Discipline, commitment, and routine. Ask any successful writer the secret to finishing a novel and they'll tell you. It's putting your ass in the chair. Establish a routine and stick to it. And that works until your routine gets blasted into bits. That road trip shattered my routine like a porcelain teacup. And thanks to Mr. Mo Gowdit, I'm perfectly clear as to the reason why. Expectations. I spoke about him in episode 17, and my expectation was that I was perfectly capable of producing the show while traveling. I brought my gear, I had my calendar, and four weeks with which to book guests, write scripts, compose the music, and create the buzz for season two. No problem. That was the expectation. But think of expectations as a bookend, at one end of the shelf. At the other end, keeping everything in between in order, is deadlines. Between expectations and deadlines, we have the work. And the work has to happen regardless of outside interference in order to avoid the resentment, regret, and disappointment that comes when you miss a deadline. Showing up is what keeps the chaos at bay. From the outside looking in, the process looks easy, but that's because it's camouflaged by a big lie. The lie is, I can do it. I've done it before. And it's not until you feel that uncomfortable cushion of air on the back of your neck, which is the oncoming train, that the oh shit moment arrives. And that realization comes on every project. But you, as an artist, seem to forget this. The distractions of trying to write in a hotel room after driving for 10 hours become apparent quickly. And distractions turn into resistance almost immediately. And the resistance looks like this. I need a cup of coffee. First, I should take a shower. Honey, where are we stopping tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. Let me check the mileage. Oh, I got to send this email. Email leads to a text. Text leads to Instagram. What was, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, the podcast episode. After a couple days of this, kicking the can down the road, we arrive. Family function number one. No work happens. Three days. Back on the road. No work. Resistance. The resistance turns to resentment. I knew this was going to happen. The resentment sucks any remaining joy out of the process. The process, which is the reason for the episode in the first place. The entire podcast is predicated on enjoying the process, but the process has been hijacked by me. The joy gets trapped between the expectation and the deadline, and as the deadline draws closer, the pressure rises. We gotta save the joy. 
And how do we keep the joy from being crushed by the pressure? Well, excuses, of course. Excuses will save the joy. But excuses suck. Excuses are weak and desperate. Excuses are the fertilizer for brain weeds. And the brain weeds, cranial kudzu, smother everything. They smother the process, the distractions, the resentment, and yet-to-be-mentioned gratitude, and yes, the joy. The brain weeds smother the joy. We do not make excuses why the job doesn't get done. And we don't give reasons why we didn't get the job done, because reasons is just another word for excuses. And let me tell you a little story about excuses. Very long time ago in another life, I was a touring singer-songwriter, and my band and I were on the road. Our mode of travel at the time was a Ford conversion van, lovingly referred to as the Teal Seal, named so for the faded black exterior and the teal green cushy seats. Behind the seal, we pulled a U-Haul trailer. Quite possibly the worst company I've ever had to deal with, but I digress. On this tour, my booking agent had booked us at the House of Blues in Chicago on a Saturday night. The next gig was a very special show at a club in Park City, Utah, the following Monday night. Not usually a problem, until we discovered on our loadout that our U-Haul had busted a leaf spring. And the leaf spring is part of the suspension. It would be very dangerous to pull a loaded trailer 1,000 miles on a snowy interstate with a busted leaf spring. Cursing at the crippled trailer for a few hours didn't fix it. Neither did half a case of Heineken or a pack of Marlboro Reds. We had to stay overnight and switch it out the next day. The next day was Sunday, and every U-Haul in Chicago was closed. Their customer service was about as good as their trailer. We burned half the day calling and searching and calling until finally I made an executive decision. I found a U-Haul lot with a similar trailer. And thankfully, U-Haul's employees were as competent as their customer service. The trailer was not only unlocked, it wasn't chained to the parking lot. So, we transferred our gear from the broken trailer into the functioning trailer, left a note explaining the situation, and drove away. The 20-hour drive from Chicago to Park City was stressful. No cell service in southern Wyoming meant I couldn't reach the club to explain the situation and couldn't call my agent and canceling a gig was out of the question. We never canceled a gig. We arrived at the club around 6 p.m. on the day of the show. We were late for load-in, late for sound check. The doors opened at 7. Showtime was 7.30. We had one hour to load in, set up, sound check, and eat. The lights dimmed. We were frazzled but ready to go. Standing at the side of the stage with a very unhappy stage manager, I tried to make small talk with the story of what happened. And just before he walked away in disgust, he left me with a nugget of wisdom I've never forgotten. He said, That's great, buddy, but nobody paid 15 bucks to hear your excuses. So how do you keep from making the excuses that fertilize the brain weeds that smother the joy? You show up. Because you never cancel a gig. And you never miss the deadline. Because once you miss a single deadline, it makes it okay to miss the next one and the next one. And that is a death sentence to the joy. Even with the knowledge that what you create has a very good chance of disappointing you, 
Create it anyway. Embrace it as a learning experience. Don't cheat, do the work. Don't complain and don't ever make excuses because nobody paid 15 bucks to hear your excuses. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe or follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And do me a favor, share it. Tell your friends because the show doesn't go anywhere without you. We drop new episodes every Wednesday. If you want to listen to back episodes or find out how to support the show, you can do both at themindunset.com. Okay, next week it will be an awesome episode with a very special guest who I can't tell you about just yet. It's not me being mysterious, it's me not knowing who that guest is. It's the holiday season. Things are crazy, but don't let it get you down. I'll be here. I hope you will too. And until then, be nice. Do good stuff. 